The Duct Tape Marketing Podcast is brought to you by GoToWebinar, web events and online meetings made easy. Visit GoToWebinar.com and start your free 30-day trial today. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast. This is your host, John Jansen. My guest today is Luther Lowe. He is the Business Outreach Manager at Yelp.com, a local social business directory that connects people with businesses and allows those customers to add their ratings and reviews. Uh, so, Luther, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me on, John. So, the the whole category, and I don't know that we've I don't know that we've come up with the exact term uh, business directory, social search directory, local search directory um, has really. Uh, Certainly, with uh, Yelp's popularity, but uh, some others, uh, City Search, Insider Pages, all of the, all of the major search engines are doing this. So, so local advice, rating, and reviews uh, are a pretty hot category right now for small business, aren't they? Oh, big time! I mean, I think that uh, you know, increasingly, you're seeing consumers uh, get online in order to make uh, transactional decisions uh, offline, and so uh, I think. There's some statistic out there. Nielsen put one out recently um, that showed next to uh, that sort of high high quality word of mouth, such as a friend or family member, um, online reviews, whether they be on Yelp or uh, product reviews on Amazon, what have you, um, are the sort of second stop the this go-to place for consumers when they're making these decisions. Yeah, and it's kind of interesting because over the years it used to be, hey, if I was buying a $29 part or I was buying some $49 software, yeah, I'll go in and I'll get these review sites and I'll go, oh, yeah, I'll pick that one. But if I was going to buy legal services, or you and I were even talking about this offline, uh, if I were looking for a funeral home, I mean, something that is very emotionally charged, maybe very expensive. I wouldn't. I certainly wouldn't turn to these tools, and yet people increasingly are for those kind of purchases too, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think at least for Yelp, I mean, it started uh, the genesis moment for our company started uh, in late 2004 when our uh, co-founders Russell Simmons and Jeremy Stoppelman, who were both early PayPal employees, um, posed the question how do you find a great doctor online? And up until that point, I'd argue that the Internet hadn't done a great job at answering that question. You had some of these um, early players that basically said, hey, let's take a phone book, put it online, and attach a review widget to it, and, you know, that'll be that. But it turned out that the, the, that the problem was a little bit more complicated. You had a small percentage of folks get on and, you know, say, gosh, I can manufacture a great reputation here, and that you know, even if you have 1% of people uh, getting on trying to game something like that, it puts pressure on the whole system. Uh, so the guy across the street feels like he's got to step up his game. And then you got folks writing fake one-star views about each other. So it ends up, uh, um, you know, eroding the whole ecosystem, causing consumers to not trust it. Um, and so uh, that's sort of where we were in early 2000, right when uh, you know, Yelp was... Uh, come along in 04, 05, uh, that's what we were, uh, I think the founders were really trying to um, achieve was how do you um, have a system like that that um, allows people to share their um, experiences, um, but ultimately it's a very trustworthy 
uh, resource. Yeah, and I think the, the goal here is to try to tap that age-old across-the-fence, neighbor-to-neighbor kind of recommendation, which, um, you know, the fences are high now, so we don't have that. Uh, but but maybe the new sort of neighborhood, you know, is, is you know, these trusted sites. Um, the the one thing that uh, certainly seems to be an evolution of review sites is that uh, it used to be I had to go, or people generally had to go to the site uh, to, to try to do some searching and reviews. But it seems more and more that rating and review sites and ratings and reviews are really kind of being folded into the I don't know, for lack of a better term, the mainstream search engines like Google uh, into their results. So, so you're seeing Yelp reviews, for example, on page one of a Google search uh, that that are really. So it's no longer, hey, I don't have to worry about that site because no, none of my customers go there. Well, they're they're finding it in other ways, aren't they? Absolutely. I think um, you know major search engines uh, index Yelp pretty high um, in this, you know, because I I think it kind of goes to that. Um, sort of the, the same reason Wikipedia is uh, indexed highly is that over time um, the quote-unquote wisdom of the crowds gets in and, um, you know, continues to tweak it and provides a lot of data points that makes the information more and more useful. Um, and, and so um, we benefit greatly from, um, you know, very often that's how folks discover Yelp is they'll, um, and certainly I know, business owners, a lot of times that's how they discover Yelp is they Google themselves and uh, find uh, find themselves in the page one of the search engine results page. Yeah, and I, I think it's probably a good time for us to branch off. I mean, there are, in a way, two parts of the Yelp business. Uh, they're, they're obviously the, the customer who wants to go on and find the doctor or find the pizza joint. Uh, is going on and, and finding useful information there. Uh, but there's this whole, um, and, and for our audience's sake, probably more important, there's this whole business owner's side. So let's talk a little bit about if I'm out there listening to this and you know maybe my business has been reviewed, so maybe it's on Yelp, but maybe maybe it's not. What are, let's, let's start getting into some of the best practices and ways that a business owner who has finally come to the conclusion, maybe I can't sit this out, um, would, would get the benefit from Yelp. Sure. Well, I'm glad you asked, John. Yeah, basically, you know, we, as I said, we uh, started in late 04, early 05, and, and um, just grew astronomically. We were, I think, at about uh, 20 million monthly unique visitors when um, we realized, gosh, you know, here we'd created this really helpful site for consumers, and uh, we hadn't done a, a great job at educating the business community about how they can engage. And, and, and built helpful tools for them. So a couple years ago, we launched a uh, business owner toolkit that, among other things, allows business owners to post special offers, um, respond to reviews privately or publicly, uh, build out a rich profile that makes them discoverable, not, not only on Yelp, but helps them become more discoverable by those major search engines, um, upload photos like a picture of their storefront or a menu, and the great thing about these is that they're all free, and it's um, accessible by going to yelp.com slash business. Uh, we've got our business owner guide and some instructional videos. It's a pretty straightforward, intuitive site um, that lets folks, lets 
the business community join this important conversation, or in some cases, as you alluded to, start the conversation yeah. if they have zero reviews. Well, and, and I like to tell people that this is a brand asset. A lot of times people go and they build these things. They put their phone number in there maybe. Um, and, and so many of these sites are allowing people to put product brands, product photos, all kinds of information. So, you know, as a business person, take I think they absolutely should take advantage of that real estate. But let's get into... Um, a couple things that happen uh, when they do, they go in, they claim, they upload their, their picture, they've got a nice pretty site, and one of the first things they notice is they have a couple good reviews, they have no reviews, they have a couple bad reviews. You know, what are, what are uh, uh, unfortunately, the, the tendency of human nature sometimes is to, the, the really pissed off people seem to be the ones that are motivated. But, uh, you know, what are, what are some things that they could do or should be doing to, you know, let's, let's, Let's call it what it is. Have a whole bunch of really positive reviews. <laughs> that's what. That's the goal, right? Sure. Um, so a couple sort of points in there I want to hit. Like, for you know, one one thing you mentioned is, and and it was an assumption that I had prior to working at Yelp that if somebody's going to sit down and um, crank out a testimonial about something on the internet, it's probably because they're angry about something. Mm-hmm. But it turns out, and this has been fairly consistent, um, at least in. Um, Yelp land since we've existed, that 85% of our reviews are three-star and higher. Mm-hmm. 75% are four-star or five-star. So good. the overwhelming majority of yeah. experiences shared on Yelp um, are positive. And that makes sense. When I go transact out in the real world, about one out of seven of my experience are um, kind of crummy. So Yelp, I would say overall, is nothing to fear if, if you're a business that is focusing on great customer service. Now, let's take that example of the business that, let's say, um, has uh, a three-and-a-half-star reputation, a handful of good ones, and a couple of bad ones. You know, what I recommend to business owners, uh, you know, first of all, is to, you know, understand the genie is out of the bottle. If Yelp were to disappear tomorrow, there would be ten people that fill in our place. User-generated content like this. Um, it's not going anywhere. It's only going to become more prominent and more important to consumers making spending decisions. So, um, you know, the best thing you can do is engage. And so, you know, we recommend, of course, going to yelp.com slash business, unlocking your free tools, and take a look at those negative reviews and figure out um, if this is feedback that you can respond to. I always recommend uh, responding to a bad review and starting off in a diplomatic tone and just saying, hey, sorry you didn't have a five-star experience. We'd love to get you back in here and figure out how we can make it right. And very often uh, what we find is uh, Yelp community members will actually uh, realize, gosh, there's a human being on the other end of this thing and say maybe, um, you know, uh, if this business owner, uh, since this business owner was so, you know, gentle in their response that I, I can use this review update feature and upgrade my two-star to a four-star. Sure. It's a great way to kind of manage your reputation on the site. Yeah, I think that's always been the case. You know, when you have a problem customer, sometimes if you can solve their problem, uh, they'll turn into one of your biggest advocates. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so, so what about the idea, and again, I, I you know, if it seems like, again, nobody can verify this, it seems like uh, sites like Google Maps are are aggregating a lot of reviews from folks like yourself as well as some others, and um, it it sure looks like sites that have a lot of reviews 
businesses that have a lot of reviews from various places are showing up higher in, say, the Google Maps search. Um, I don't know if that's true or not, but uh, let's pretend for now that it is. Um, are there some things that, that if, if that if that is indeed true, then there's there's value in having a lot of reviews. So are there things that uh, businesses can or should do or maybe should not do uh, to stimulate proactively? This halftime break is brought to you by Constant Contact. Constant Contact helps small businesses and nonprofits build great customer relationships with email marketing, event marketing, and online surveys. Visit them today at constantcontact.com and sign up for your free 60-day trial. The uh just a point of clarification, John. One, as far as I understand, our uh, content is not actually syndicated uh, into um, the the Google um, local product, uh, the Maps product. There, um, I don't, I, I'm not sure that we you actually. You know, provide. to tell you the truth, I think I've actually. I, I, I think you're right. I have not seen. I, I've seen City Search and Insider Pages and uh, some other folks, but uh, um, so so barring that point, though, I do think that that. More positive reviews, it probably helpful, um, and so I. Well, here's it's it's funny, and they, the two it kind of ties to ties to this point is that the the quantity of reviews. If you've got a thousand positive reviews on your business page and zero negative reviews, I, I promise that nobody is going to trust that thing, and that's really <laughs> why Yelp is, a, I think, a, a huge differentiator in the space. Is that at the end of the day, I, I, I would argue. Um, you're much more likely to, to get on Yelp, see that there's a four-and-a-half-star business, and go have a four-and-a-half-star experience offline uh, than you are with any of the other guys. Okay, well, that, let, me, let me back up a little bit then. Is there, a, is there an easy way for the overworked <laughs> business owner to monitor? Can they subscribe to the RSS feed, say, on their, their business page so that they can be alerted both, you know, if something negative comes up and, and engage, but also positive? I think it's probably yeah, a good practice absolutely. to engage the positive reviews too. <laughs> absolutely. Um, so there's a, a few ways to monitor. Uh, one tool that I didn't mention: um, when you unlock your business owner page, you actually will be able to see a graph of how many folks are mm. pulling up your listing. And ultimately, I think that's the most important metric in understanding, you know, how you're doing on Yelp. Yeah. But uh, within those uh, tool sets, you can opt into an email alert for every time you receive a review. And uh, as you mentioned, there are RSS feeds of um, most Yelp pages, so you could set up RSS alerts as well. Cool. Okay. So um, is there a policy in place for that totally random, but I've heard it's happened, person that, I don't know, maybe it's a competitor that, that goes on there and writes something falsely, or or there was just a, a customer that just was unreasonable. I mean, are there... Are there policies in place that would allow somebody to say, "Hey, this this is what really happened," or or worse, you know, this person is actually just trying to harm me? I would say the majority of content like that on Yelp um, ultimately gets flushed out, and it, it actually goes back to the um, an earlier thing I was saying about the origin of the company, and basically um, the co-founders who had PayPal backgrounds, these guys who <laughs> really. Uh, we're used to dealing with, you know, Eastern European mafia members <laughs> laundering money. I mean, they sort of approach sure, sure, the yeah. they approach problems on the internet with the idea of what can go what uh, can go wrong will go wrong, and so there from the beginning there was this this uh, just steadfast commitment to 
fighting spam and making sure that malicious content, either in the form of shills, either the, the shady dentist, you know, telling his secretary to write a bunch of fake five-star reviews about the practice or the, or the auto mechanic A writing fake one-star reviews about auto mechanic B across the street. Right. Overwhelmingly, this kind of content um, ultimately gets flushed out by our review filter that uh, is designed to, to uh, catch this kind of content, that these, these, this sort of behavior is not um, done by established users. And so over time, um, their level of establishment becomes clear to kind of the algorithms and um, the, the reviews are effectively suppressed from the business page. Um, so I would say, for the most part, it's not a problem. Now, if there's a clear conflict of interest within the review that's apparent, that can be flagged by members of our uh, very active community. And this is another great thing about Yelp is we've got this really rich offline community. And so folks are um, participating in events offline. They're writing hundreds of reviews. It's effectively like a lifestyle blog where they're sharing local knowledge. And so and these, are your, these are called your ambassadors? Is that, is that what that program is? Uh, the uh, elite squad are, elite are the squad. sort of cream of the crop um, of this community. But the but very often, you know, if if there is some kind of something that violates our review guidelines, we don't have a ton of review guidelines, but some um, examples would be, you know, not reflecting a first-person experience. So I can't go on a, a Yelp, for example, and write a review that says, I'm giving this salon one star because I don't like my girlfriend's haircut. I didn't have that experience. My girlfriend did. As much as I hate her haircut, she's got to write that review. So something like that typically gets flagged almost right away by the community. Another example is just flagrant hate speech. Um, So, um, but we want to err on the side of the consumer. We want to encourage, you know, freedom of expression. Um, So I would say uh, for the most part, the, um, the site and the integrity of the site is protected um, through a combination of that community self-policing um, and uh, the spam algorithms that we have in place. Um, Yelp makes its money through selling advertising, and uh, I know some of its page view uh, generated, but there's also a product that um, a business can buy. Um, help me understand what might be the benefits of somebody participating in some of your advertising uh, packages. Sure. So it's important to understand that Yelp um, is a tool. It's a transactional site. Nobody's getting on Yelp and typing in, you know, locksmith near Santa Barbara for fun. They're, they're probably locked out of their apartment on their iPhone or something. Um, and so, you know, the goal of Yelp advertising is basically for accepting the premise that that query is not being performed for fun, that somebody is indeed looking for uh, looking to connect with a great local business, um, our advertising product is essentially SEM, search engine marketing. So Yelp search is, you know, whenever I perform a search on Yelp, for those listeners that maybe haven't done it before, <clears throat> I'm typing in, you know, a business, a type of business near a particular location, and I'm getting a list of search results. And so very similar to how uh, to Google's AdWords, above the natural search results, there's a reserved slot. It's a highlighted conspicuous link. It's marked as such that says sponsored result. Um, and basically a Yelp sponsor uh, a certain number of times uh, per month will appear above the natural search results. That's one of the sort of targeted ad placements. Mm-hmm. And then also in, in the middle of similar businesses pages. Um, so, if I, so if I'm 
um, looking at another locksmith's page above, uh, just below the address information, I might be redirected to a different locksmith. Um, does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So, so let me ask you this, and of course, you, you probably know where I'm headed a little bit with this. Um, the potential for somebody to say, hey, just buy your way to the top, or if you've got a bunch of bad reviews, just buy this ad and, and you'll be, you know, you, you'll get to put a good review in that ad and it'll show up at the top. I mean, is and, and there have been right or wrong, um, you know, valid or not, there have been some complaints uh some business owners that that feel that maybe that you know that, that advertising sort of taints the true sort of results nature of this, or maybe even worse that 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 can be held over somebody to say, hey, if you want to improve your lot in life on Yelp, pay us some money. Um, what, what are your thoughts on on some of those? That, I know that was a that was a mouthful, but uh, on some of those thoughts. No, John, I'm so glad you asked this question. Um, absolutely, absolutely absolutely no connection between uh, becoming a paid advertiser on Yelp and one's review count. So the reviews and the advertising is totally separate. We um, have, you know, Berlin walls all over the company between our, uh, you know, sales force and our, uh, the, the folks that are sometimes involved in um, disputes over uh, review guidelines. Um, the the, the key thing to, to remember is that, you know, we wouldn't be worth our grain of salt if we, I mean, the, the minute that you start having a, uh, like adopting anything similar to the, the model that you're describing, right. <clears throat> we're back to pay to play in the yellow pages, basically. Yeah. And that's, that's what Yelp was designed to essentially be the opposite of. <clears throat> what, whenever you become a Yelp advertiser, you get, well, ads. I mean, it's an SEM product. Mm -hmm. Now, Here's where some confusion and where I've noticed a lot of the uh, conspiracy uh, theory stuff about Yelp pops up. And it goes back to an earlier point I was making about our uh, steadfast commitment to fighting spam and spammy-looking content. So basically at Yelp, we've accepted a pretty high cost in our commitment to ensuring that the content on the site is trustworthy in that we know that perfectly legitimate reviews will sometimes get suppressed by our spam algorithm. In other words, you know, somebody can come in, you know, have a great experience, write a review. It doesn't happen very often, but the, uh, they go and write a review about you, and they just happen to not be established on the site, and their review is effectively suppressed from your business page. It still lives on their user page, and it can reappear on the business page as that user becomes more established. But what happens, I think, is that business owners you know, human beings really were designed to kind of, you know, observe patterns when I get a sales call from a Yelp representative um, and say, thanks, but no thanks on the ads. And then I realize, you know, three days later, uh, a review that I know is written from an established person isn't appearing on my business page anymore. I think it's some kind of retribution. Um, but the two couldn't be, there, there couldn't be a further disconnect between the two. Um, and what's I, what's, you know, Actually, a good thing for the business owners is that um, I would argue that the, this, the existence of this review filter and our robust community has caused our tremendous growth, and that rising tide sort of floats all boats. Going back to something I said earlier, the most important metric to keep an eye on on your Yelp page is how many folks are viewing your business page. So, you know, would you rather have 100 uh, reviews and 
one page view um, or per month, or would you have rather have uh, one review and a hundred page views per month? Right. The answer is the the latter. Right. So if if I'm a business owner out there, it's just biz.yelp.com is where I'd I'd start the process of of either adding or uh, well creating an account and then either adding or claiming. Uh, my business is that is that the best path? Yes, yeah, you can do it either at biz.yelp.com or yelp.com/business has our business center guide and instructional videos on there as well. Well, I, I think you know even if uh, listeners out there don't decide to get you know wholeheartedly involved in Yelp, I think it's certainly worth uh, claiming that and building out the real estate that they have there, and then uh, at least uh, clicking on that little tool that allows you to monitor your brand. And it's just something that we have to do in in all of these social places now. The 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 people that want to Right, good things and bad things about us have existed forever. It's just easier to hear them now, uh, and so Absolutely. I suggest you do so. So, Luther, thanks for joining me. Uh, and uh, you know, one of the things that we're, we're out of time, but uh, uh, very, very quickly, the uh, the the Yelp iPhone augmented reality app. Uh, I, I showed that to some folks, and it's uh, it's pretty sci-fi. <laughs> we're really excited. To, you know, it's really exciting to work for a company where we've got. Um, you know, we're on the bleeding edge in, in uh, these innovations, and um, I think we're going to see a, as that technology um, gets more and more advanced, um, you know, we'll continue to iterate these products. And, um, you know, it's important to understand it's not just augmented reality. I mean, that's just uh, a feature on a much, um, much more substantive platform. So. Yeah, um, yeah, I think I think if nothing else, and, and again for those who don't know what it is, you can point your iPhone down a street, and businesses uh, the the Yelp reviews will pop up, and, uh, um, and you know it's a great way to find <laughs> find a restaurant or a Starbucks, uh, but also um, you know, immediately there, you know, in real time, somebody can make a decision about turning left or turning right based on uh, on reviews. So I think it sort of heightens the uh, um, the timetable for people to get in and get involved in these kind of uh, plays. So Luther, thanks very much. I I appreciate you taking the time today and hopefully we'll talk again soon. John, thanks so much for your time. Take care. This episode of the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast was brought to you by GoToWebinar, where you can increase your reach and have unlimited webinars for one low rate. Visit GoToWebinar.com and start your free 30-day trial today. 